0: hey hey you're listening to rising into mindful motherhood i'm your host dr katie wood i'm a barefoot mama bear pharmacist integrative fertility health coach and lover of all things nature and animals i'm on a mission to have intentional conversations about the good the bad and the ugly when it comes to fertility pregnancy postpartum and beyond my mindful guest and i will be talking about Struggles, wins, natural wellness, and how we grow and transform as we enter motherhood. My background in healthcare has shown me how broken our medical system is. My own struggles to become pregnant has shown the lack of support for mamas to be the lack of guidance for women to have a nourishing and vibrant pregnancy, the isolation, mom guilt, and all the things we hold after bringing baby Earthside. I want this platform to be a place where women can feel connected safe and supported to share and hear their stories. A place to use our voice to discuss and advocate about what we need and deserve as mothers. So let's dive in, shall we? Hello, hello, and welcome to Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. Guys, today is the 26th episode. The podcast is a half-year-old, and I am Celebrating! I am so excited. This is something that a year ago, it crossed my mind and, you know, doing a podcast. And then I, I was on Facebook one day and this three-day podcast boot camp came up and I was just like, okay, why not? And like the, the craziest thing is I have never seen any content from this person who was doing the the boot camp ever so the fact that it popped up on my feed i saw it but then i took action i was like yeah i'm totally going to do this and i did it i showed up for the 3 days and i i got to work you know she had given so much value in the boot camp and And I took a lot of her suggestions and recommendations and action steps. And one of the things she recommended was I think the boot camp was like last September. And she recommended, like, start recording now, you know, basically take messy action. And that's what I did. Like, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I started recording, having a lot of amazing guests and experts. That I interviewed last fall, and then I officially launched on in the beginning of 2023. And now we're on the 26th episode. And I just can't believe it. It's been so fun being able to have these guests and experts on and learning myself and sharing this information with you and doing solo episodes as well, and just being able to share with this beautiful community. And if you've been a longtime listener. Um, for the first half of 2023, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you because without you guys, you know, what would be the point of me doing this? And if you're a new listener, welcome. I hope that you find so much value, so much love and connection and community out of this podcast. And even if you just get one thing out of a single episode, then, you know, my job is done. I am, my purpose is being fulfilled for doing this podcast. So I'm going to be sharing a really exciting offer in a little bit um to basically celebrate the 26th episode, celebrate my my unbirthday so to say of the podcast. Um right from Alice in Wonderland. Um half a year old. So exciting. So I had just finished a free three-day workshop last week called Unlock Your Fertility Potential. It was a huge success. I had at least twice as many women in this workshop as I did last year. It's gonna be something that I offer annually, um, just really providing so much free but valuable content For women who are trying to get pregnant. And one of the most popular topics that we went over, we discussed nutrition and hormone balance, cycle tracking, but then also stress management. And I had actually created a poll in my Facebook group a while back asking women, you know, what, where are you struggling the most? And I gave them a few different you know, topics to choose from. And those were really the top three. So that's what I focused on for the workshop. And I would say that overall stress is the biggest struggle because whether you're on a fertility journey or not, there is just so much chaos, so much urgency, so many to-dos, like I used to call it my perpetual to-do list, like so many things we feel like we need to do, we should do right now, yesterday, you know, and it can create a lot of stress within the body. And I think a lot of people, myself included in the past, we don't even understand or realize how much stress we're under i will never forget when i was working with this functional medicine doctor and she asked me about stress and i was just like no i'm not stressed i'm i'm always happy i'm always positive but you know what i think it's sometimes in you know let me know if this is you Sometimes it's people who are always positive or happy. Those are sometimes the most stressed out people. And it's because of this. It's because you are internalizing those stressors. You are not allowing them to come up and be released within the body. You are just holding onto them. You are holding onto all that stress within your body, within your muscles, within your organs, everywhere. So when I was working with this doctor, I was still working in retail, 12-hour shifts, 45-minute commute there, 45-minute commute home. I did not allow myself to even ever notice that I was under stress, that I was in a constant state of fight or flight. I mean, even just Being in the pharmacy in general was just a constant state of fight or flight because there's so many things to do. And I was the only pharmacist on and having to answer every single quandary, every single question, every single issue I had to find a solution for. So I didn't even know. I had no idea. Like stress? No, I'm not stressed. I'm happy, right? I have this happy face on, I have this happy front on, I'm I'm okay, everything's okay, right? No, no, <laughs> that's not the case. So I think it's, there's a lot of people like myself who internalize and don't communicate or maybe even advocate for themselves. And this is something that I've been working on and have really stepped back into my power over the last few years um you know i think that for me that journey really started on our fertility journey that's why i like to say that your fertility journey is this portal for just this like unimaginable transformation that you don't even know like your present self doesn't even know a that you need it. B, that it's there for you. Like you don't even know what's on the other side of this transformation for you. And it's, you know, it's unique to everyone. But I think that life throws you certain challenges and obstacles for you to then choose right? We always have a choice. How are you going to overcome this obstacle? How are you going to come out on the other side? What is a lesson that you can learn? How can you grow from this as a person? And I'm not trying to downplay fertility struggles by any means at all, but I do think that we have a choice as to how we choose to respond, how we choose to react. And I think it can either be a very empowering experience, or it can be a very disempowering and even like victimized experience. So I feel like I'm going off off on a tangent here but apparently that needed to be said and shared so anyway so stress you know how would you rate your stress levels what does that look like for you like I had said no matter if you're on a fertility journey or not there's stress all around us financial stress work stress family stress relationship stress maybe also fertility stress And if you are on your fertility journey, stress is like (laughs) anti-fertility. It does not have your best interest in mind when you're trying to get pregnant. You know, there are certain types of stress. There, you know, are acute forms of stress. Stress that are important for our survival. So for example, if you're in crazy traffic and the person slams on their brakes in front of you, you, by your body being able to react to that in a timely manner, that's an acute form of stress. But then your body should be able to go back to its balanced state or if you're hiking in the woods and maybe depending on where you live like a predatory animal comes in your space like being able to get away safely that's another form of like an acute response where our bodies are responding in a way for our to sur- to survive essentially but the problem is as wise as our bodies are, they can't decipher being under stress because you have 10,000 deadlines for work or whatever it may be for your specific situation. They can't decipher that that's a different type of stress. So what ends up happening is our bodies fall into this almost like normalized level of chronic stress. And those stress hormones are just continuously being pumped into the body, trying to keep up and maintain while you're just under this constant stress. And what can Eventually, happen over time is the body can't keep up anymore. You know, the body can't release cortisol. The adrenals can't keep up with the level of cortisol that is being demanded of the body to keep up with the level of stress and demand that you're putting on your body, whether it be from, you know, intense workouts or a very stressful job or maybe stress in your relationship or and then also it's not even just one singular thing that's causing stress. We typically have many things that are adding to this pool of stress. So anyways, where I'm even going with all of this is one of the most favorite topics and a lot of women responded super positively to this um, from the workshop, and I will. I'm going to be sharing the Facebook group link to the workshop in the show notes. You can join the Facebook group. It has all three replays in there. It has, um, you know, some of the resources and in, in the materials that were given throughout the workshop as well. I will say I do not know how long I'm going to keep the replays in the Facebook group open and available. So. Um, you know, get on that now if you're listening. So one of the things that um, women share that they really loved about the stress portion of the workshop was that I actually gave actionable steps of things that you can do, you can put into practice to help you cope with stress, to help you get your body back into and activate the parasympathetic nervous system, also known as our rest and digest. It's extremely important to be able to tap back into this, especially when you're trying to conceive. We want to calm our nervous system. So here are some of the tips that I had shared with them. So there is something called tongue touching. This is something you can do when you're around people, and they'll have no idea that you're doing it. Um, Basically, you touch your tongue to the roof of your mouth. And this can help promote relaxation and reduce stress levels. And it's because it stimulates the vagus nerve, which is responsible for activating the parasympathetic nervous system. So you can do this as long as it's comfortable, until you feel calm, you know, whatever that may be for you. And then there's another um, option that I really love. I learned this from my mentor, Dr. Christina Fontana, and it's called havening. So this is a gentle psychosensory technique where you can stroke really any part of your body, but basically the outside of your arms for as long as feels good to you. So you can start up at the shoulders you maybe go all the way down to the elbows and then you'll move your way back up and then you move your way back down. You could also just rub your hands together slowly, just paying attention to the feeling of both of your hands touching. You can kind of caress your face if that feels good to you. Um, And then another one is called box breathing. I personally like this one. There's a lot of different mindful breathing techniques, but I like this one. It's easy to remember and it's easy to do, but basically it's, mindfully taking slow deep breaths expanding the diaphragm as you breathe in and you'll inhale for four counts you'll hold it for four counts and then you'll exhale slowly for four counts and hold for four and then you just keep repeating and you can do this for as long as you like Um, you can make it into a five-minute almost meditation practice in the morning before you get out of bed or even before you get in bed at night. And then there's grounding. Um, You know, one of the common things that the women shared that they do to really help alleviate stress is going for a walk or just going outside. So being outside in nature, putting your bare feet on the ground if you can, Um, You know, if you live near a beach, go on the beach, listen to the sounds of the waves, put your feet on the sand. If if you live somewhere where there's water, you can go near a creek and just kind of listen to the babbling of the creek. Or you can, of course, always find those sounds on your headphones and you can just go outside and, and lay on the ground. And if you have allergies like me, you can lay a blanket on the ground and still lay down and and get a lot of the benefits. Now, some other ones, and this one, um, you can always look it up on YouTube if you're kind of confused, but I'll try to explain it the best that I can. But it's called a head hold. And I've gotten this from Donna Eden. Um, She has done like the Eden energy, like daily routine, Um, you'll basically put the palm of your hand over your forehead and then you'll put your other palm basically at the base of your head where it meets your neck and you'll just hold these here and then you can just breathe, breathe in, breathe out. You can do that box breathing if you want. And this can help calm your nervous system and also balance your hormones. You can do this if you are having kind of like an anxious moment. You can do this before you go to bed to kind of calm yourself and prepare for sleep. You can do it before you get out of bed. Um, Yeah, anytime that that would feel good to you. And then, you know, there's self-care, which... Self-care is a term that's thrown around a lot. But, you know, self-care, I think, is unique to the individual. What feels good to you? What fills your cup up where you are feeling restored, revitalized, energized? Like, it just makes you happy. It brings you joy. So here's just a couple of ideas. You know, try and schedule some date nights with your partner especially maybe the fertile window. So you can kind of spark that romance and it doesn't seem so scheduled. You know, having a ladies night out with your friends, or maybe if you have sisters or cousins that you're close with, getting outside daily, you know, especially if the sun is out, open your curtains, open your windows if you can't be outside you know, garden, whether it's just a flower garden and pots that you have on your deck or your porch, or you have, you know, a raised garden bed or like a full-blown garden. There's so many benefits to gardening. Um, You know, putting your feet in the grass, reading a book outside, journaling. And honestly, if you just need a break, book yourself a hotel or an Airbnb for one night, to just relax and get away and get a change of scenery. There's so many things you can do for self-care. Get a massage. Um, We have like a steam sauna. I like to go in there. I have like the steam facial thingy that I got in the winter and just taking five minutes to do that. And and then I like to do some facial gua sha or maybe like a, a face scrub. Just giving yourself even just a minute to do something. Um, Communication is so huge. Having someone to confide in and making sure that you're keeping open lines of communication with your partner. Sometimes if you're keeping it all bottled up, they don't know or they don't even realize how your fertility journey is affecting you. So, you know, this requires you to be open and, and being honest. Now, this is a big one. And this is huge for me is decluttering your space. You know, if you have clutter all around you in your house, that can feel really stressful. That can just feel like you have a mile long to-do list because on top of the clutter, you have laundry or dishes or whatever it is so decluttering your space especially any spaces that you frequent a lot in your house purging toxic relationships whether it's a friend that you just give so much to your heart and soul and they don't really give anything back they just take 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 or maybe that's a family member for you um you know protecting your energy from people places or things that leave you feeling drained. You know, our energy is essentially, it's our its our essence, it's our vitality. If you're trying to get pregnant, that requires a lot of energy. So if you are allowing people in your life or certain things just drain you of your energy because you can't say no to things, you know, you're not gonna have any, any energy left to create life you know this typically requires setting boundaries so setting healthy boundaries and this can feel maybe uncomfortable at first but just feeling confident to to do this um you know if something doesn't feel aligned or good for you know that you can say no Because saying yes to everything, that can be extremely draining. Having a calendar that is constantly and consistently full can almost have this like perception that, oh, I am so busy, right? I used to take pride in how busy I was. But that's just staying busy, keeping busy. And typically when you're doing that, it's because you're avoiding... Connecting with yourself. You're avoiding feeling that stress, feeling any feelings or emotions that are wanting to come up. So slow down, create space in your schedule. You know, if you have regular cycles, menstrual cycles, and the ability to do this, look ahead in your schedule. You know, maybe just create more space and time for you and your partner during the fertile window, so you don't feel like I have no time to connect with my partner. You know, even creating space during your luteal phase when you're bleeding so you can rest and connect back back in with yourself. And, you know, finding exercise and movement that you actually enjoy. Don't do something because you feel like you should. You know, doing Any type of movement that feels good to you is going to release those feel-good endorphins and it's going to motivate you to doing other things in your life that are going to support your overall well-being. And then we have, you know, mindset shifts. Working on mindset is one of my absolute favorite ways that I support my clients. I feel that it's just as important as having a balanced, wholesome diet you know you could use fertility affirmations you can come up with your own i included fertility affirmations in the bonus kit for anyone who signed up for the workshop you can put them throughout your house write them down on a sticky note where you'll see them often such such as your bathroom mirror you can set them as a background on your phone and i think at the end of the day we end up noticing these little reminders when we need them the most you know also Included in one of the worksheets that I gave for stress was uh, a journal entry from my 30-page fertility journal that I have on my Etsy shop. And that's to, to write out any negative thoughts or limiting beliefs that you have. And then on the other side of the page is a spot to replace those negative versions with a more positive one, right? So some examples I gave where a negative thought could be, I'm never going to get pregnant. And a more positive version could be, my womb is warm and welcoming for my baby. You know, another option or example could be, my body is broken. But you could shift that and think, my body is wise and will conceive at the perfect time you know, going through this journal, keeping it there as a reminder for you. Another thing I spoke about was emotional freedom technique or tapping. This can help neutralize fears around conceiving or really fears around anything. If you're not trying to conceive and maybe something else is coming up for you in your life. So really this is um, tapping on acupressure points on the hands, face and body while focusing on specific areas that are bringing you fear or anxiety. I can include a link to my YouTube where I go through this step-by-step to show you how to do it. And then, you know, also shifting how you view getting your period. I know it can be like the most disappointing and frustrating part of trying to conceive, but instead of looking at it like a failure, looking at your period with just total and utter disgust, you know, you can view it as another beautiful opportunity that your body is giving you to conceive life, right? The fact that our bodies go through this cycle on a typical monthly basis is beautiful. So just kind of shifting the lens that you're viewing that. And you know, another meditation that I've created for my clients in my group coaching program is a visualization meditation to embody your deepest desire. So what I've created for them is a guided visualization, but you know, what you could do is begin to connect to your breath, getting yourself in a calm, Quiet space and you can begin to envision your deepest desire whether it's a positive pregnancy test being pregnant in of itself having that baby bump maybe it's going through birth and holding your baby for the first time you'll begin to really activate your senses like what are you wearing what are you smelling where are you what emotions are you feeling what are you tasting what are you hearing? So just for example, if it's you holding your baby for the first time, maybe you're wearing a gown because you're in the hospital or maybe you're home, you have, you're have you having a home birth and you're wearing whatever you would envision yourself wearing while you're home. Maybe you're smelling that new baby smell and the, the emotions you're feeling are just overall bliss, joy, excitement, unconditional love. You know, maybe you're tasting whatever you just ate last. What are you hearing? Are you hearing your baby's first cries? You know, putting yourself in that moment as if it is actually happening. And then you begin to embody those feelings. That's why it's so important that you begin to activate your senses. So these are just some of the things I shared On day three of the workshop. So, I definitely invite you to check that out. Um, The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes for as long as it's going to be active and available. And I had mentioned I wanted to do something really fun and cool for this 26th episode that I'm just celebrating um, for this podcast, for myself, for staying committed. And That is, for anyone who's listening to this, if you write a review on Apple Podcasts, or I think you can at least rate the episode, like follow and rate the podcast on Spotify, all you have to do is send me a message, a direct message, an email, all of the Options to connect with me are in the show notes. All you have to do is send me a screenshot that you wrote a review, ideally on Apple Podcasts or and you're following me either on Apple or Spotify. And I think Spotify at least allows you to like give it five stars. All you have to do is do that. Send me a screenshot and I will give you typically I do 250. But I will give you three hundred dollars off of any of my coaching programs. So what we could do is, after you send me that screenshot, we can hop on a free call, kind of discuss, you know, what your journey is looking like, what type of support and guidance would be best for you, and we can figure out which program. Is going to serve your highest good so for a limited time i'm going to give until july 31st of 2023 to take advantage of this offer for reviewing and following the podcast you can get 300 off any of my programs so i'm super excited to just have you here as a listener as a follower to be able to provide you with this value And I just so appreciate you and love you. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rising Into Mindful Motherhood podcast. If this episode resonated with you or gave you an aha moment, stop what you're doing right now and write a review. This simple act of kindness helps me get this podcast out to connect with as many women as I possibly can. I also have a special offer. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I will take $250 off one of my premium coaching containers. Let me know what resonated with you the most and why. So connect with me in my free Facebook community or tag me on Instagram. You'll find both listed below. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this episode and I'll see you next time.